We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yue Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Brunchables, welcome to Brunch Talk brought to you by the Dateable Podcast, where we dive into the most delicious dating questions that you all have for us. And while we dive into the delicious dating questions, we also have a delicious meal along the way. It's a twofer. <laughs> a twofer. And the other day, you know, it's funny. I like the twofer because we were talking about this at my job about like, there's the saying like, kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. And my coworker was like, why does it need to be so violent against birds? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the alternate sayings? But I like twofer. I know. I never understood that. Why are you killing the birds? In the right. Place? <laughs> it why, doesn't yeah. feel necessary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to like dissect the English language and ask, yeah. where does this stem from? The twofer is great for brunch because a lot of times it's like you get two mojitos or (laughs) two glasses of champagne for the price of one. So you get 
really wasted. But in this example, you get us and brunch. Is that what we're saying? You get a question <laughs> and a brunch. You get your dating questions answered. You get our virtual company. Yes. You're very welcome. You're never alone when you're brunching anymore. That's what we're giving you. <laughs> the gift of brunch talk. <laughs> Like we said last week, we want to know how Brunch Talk is going for you. If you could drop us a rating in Apple Podcasts. If you love Brunch Talk, give us five stars. Let us know. Give us a line. If you don't like Brunch Talk, please send us an email. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't leave us a rating and review. You know, it is one of those things, unfortunately, that impact podcasters so much It's like this Yelp bias, right? You usually only leave reviews when you don't like something. So there's many podcasts I've listened to that I don't love. They're not my cup of tea. But I know these people are working their butts off. It's a free podcast. So am I going to leave them a review? No. If I really feel invested in it, maybe I'll email them. Probably not. But we ask if you are the one that's listening every week. And for whatever reason, you're like, I think there's something different you could be doing. Let us know because we do value your feedback. I feel like reviews should be moderated, you know? Oh, absolutely. They're terrible. It can't be a free for all. (laughs) I saw one the other day for a restaurant. Of course, I read through all the reviews. And of course, I go straight to the one stars. Yes. Someone left this restaurant a one star review and said, this review has nothing to do with the restaurant or the staff. I just hate the location. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah. That's so mean. So then it drags down their score so much by you leaving this one star review. Just don't go if you don't like location. (laughs) Just don't Don't, go. Yeah, don't leave. Don't leave a review. That's so mean. How is that going to help them in any way? (laughs) They probably know their location isn't ideal if it really truly isn't ideal. Right. Or if it is, then they don't care that it's not ideal for you. You just don't have to go. Yeah. (laughs) They're not going to pick up their business and move because of your one-star review. One person (laughs) left us a review. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, too, when people will comment about your voice or something. It's just like, what are you going to do I can't change it. Yeah. There's certain things we can't change. (laughs) Sorry. You don't like it. You don't like You don't like my face. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many. But we hope if you're here, you probably like it or gathering that much. So unless you're just like this topic, I'm really compelled because I can feel this topic. It's my first brunch talk, but I had to listen because of the topic. So I think we should just get into it because this is a good one. They're all good questions. The question is how much PDA is too much PDA? Okay. And we got a question from our listener that said, I've started to date someone new and he's very touchy-feely, which is fine Mm. when we're in private, but my friends have alluded to the fact that it's a lot sometimes. Do you think I should say something or not? Normally, our answer would be talk to your partner and get aligned (laughs) on what you think is the right level of PDA. Yes. I think in an ideal world, that's where it would be. But in the real world, you are around other people. So my first thought to this is sometimes too much PDA does make other people feel uncomfortable, (laughs) especially when you're around friends, out to dinner, at a bar, and you're on top of each other. It makes me uncomfortable. I can think back to the time I had a friend in college and she had a really affectionate boyfriend. 
And she'd be like straddling him in the middle of dinner. Oh my God. Like feeding him food. And I'm like, I feel like I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Like, do I really need to witness this? It's great that you two are so into each other. But hello, be respectful of my time and space. So I would say the conversation now with your partner is how much PDA do we display in public to the point where we don't make other people uncomfortable? I think it does have to yeah. do with other people now. Definitely. And I think it depends on the circumstance. Is it you two out in public on your own? That might be a different mm. level of PDA. Yeah. When you're just in a bar with strangers, for instance, that really aren't looking at you. That comes down to, are, am I uncomfortable or not? Not about other people as much. Yeah. But if you're with friends, if you're with family members. <laughs> family members. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing. I've had yes. to have this conversation actually with my partner before too. We kind of decided like, because we do like physical touch is our love language. We both mm-hmm. enjoy it. I don't think we're over the top PDA, but we do like hold hands a lot. And, you know, other couples sometimes have called us out for holding hands. And really? we're like, when? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I think it was a joke, but it's still like I think some of my friends too have been with their partners for years. So I do think you lose some of that stuff over time. I don't want to lose it, but I do think sometimes that happens. So, mm. anyways, when we met each other's families, we did talk about what do we think is an acceptable amount of PDA mm. because we don't want to be standing, not touching each other at all, that we don't even <laughs> like each other and we're not in a relationship, but we also don't want to make people uncomfortable. Right. So, what is that balance? And honestly, I think. It took even being with family to figure out that balance. And Mm -hmm. the more we're with other people, the more we're refining the balance. But that can be a conversation. That's not saying, oh, you're too PDA heavy. It's working together as a team to figure out what the right amount is in different circumstances. Right. What would you be comfortable with if your couple friends are around you? I think most of us would be very uncomfortable with some like hot and heavy makeout sesh right right in front of us. But yeah, it's all about like what you think your tolerance is together. But in front of family, I think that's such a tough one because I think like in when I was a teenager, I wouldn't want to show any affection towards my boyfriend because that's when you know, my parents were like, no, no, no dating. But now in my 40s, I feel like I have the liberty to show affection towards my partner because I'm a grown ass woman. So I actually do push it a little bit more when we are in front of my parents, not like we're making out, but we hold hands, we like walking arm in arm, we do kiss, you know, a little peck. Yeah. And I think it's okay for my parents to get used to seeing that. But I also understand I may be pushing it just a little bit with my parents, but I think it's healthy. But I think you bring up a good point. There's levels of PDA. Some are a little more soft and endearing and sweeter, or some are maybe reserved for the bedroom or private. (laughs) So I think it's not a one size fits all. Also, like I agree, like holding someone's hand versus straddling is very different. (laughs) And I've definitely been with couples that have gone way too far and it gets uncomfortable. It's one of those things that I think is hilarious when it's you doing it. You're just like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. This is (laughs) hot. And then when other people are doing it, you're like, oh, this is cringe. (laughs) And I'm uncomfortable. Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) Watching anybody getting hot and heavy is very strange for me. Like watching reality TV shows, like on Perfect Match. 
Why is that couple, yeah. Carousel and Joey, why are they always straddling <laughs> each other? They're always on top of each other and making out. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm not even in the yeah. room with them. Okay, I agree on like extremes, but it's even stuff. So much of it's context too, right? Like if I was... Mm. At like a club or like a bar or somewhere that you're like dancing, right? That's very different than if you're at a restaurant and someone's like massaging the other person and like mm-hmm. hands all over them. Yeah. And also like how many people are you with? Is it a big group? Are there other couples that are also doing the same thing? Is it you two and one friend? That's really fucking awkward. Even holding hands and being like sweet lovey-dovey, it makes that person feel like the odd man out. And especially as someone that's been single for a while, I remember feeling that way. So I never want to make someone else feel that way. So what if you are on the receiving end as a friend watching your friend yeah. eat someone's face? You stop hanging out with them. <laughs> <You> stop- <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Do you have a conversation with your friend or do you just I like don't know. break just, up with that friend? You're busy a lot. <laughs> They're like, oh, suddenly Julie is really busy. Can't seem to make any time. (laughs) Do you think it makes sense to like say something, but it doesn't have to be that serious. It can just be like, wow, get a room, you guys. And just little comments like that. Do you think that could get through to someone? Like back to the comment that my partner and I got. It was a joke, but it was like, oh, like your hands are getting cold or something. We were like holding hands. Are your hands cold or something? It was getting to it. And we still talk about it that it was a little awkward. Really? <laughs> so I don't know. Oh. Well, it was awkward like the way it was said to us. So I don't know if like it actually did anything besides just being awkward. Yeah, but now aren't you more cautious about that when you're in front of this friend? Yeah, but it's awkward because it doesn't make sense why this person would even be offended. But that's, that's oh, it's just awkward. I think I don't know. I don't know what the right call is. We definitely think about it more. Whether it changes action or not is another story. Yeah. But we think about it more. I'm not sure if I can have that conversation <laughs> with a friend, though. No, I feel like I would just stop hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> or like, do more one-on-one stuff. I don't know. Yeah. My example is a bad example because this person is also in a couple. There's really no reason why they should care if we're, making, we're holding hands. I feel like we're not doing anything that offensive. But I'm going to give an example if you are out with one other person. Because if I was mm. holding hands yeah. and that person said something, I'd be like, okay, I get why maybe they're uncomfortable because it makes them feel like the left out person. Mm. In that case, if they had said something like, hey, I like hanging out with you and your partner, but sometimes I feel like the odd man out, I think that would be okay. Do you also want to hold hands? I have another hand for you. I'm ready. <laughs> Okay, so our (laughs) mutual friend Louise, that Uh a lot of you know, she helped out on a lot of our dateable events. We love her. Yes. And I went hiking with her and my partner the other day. Uh Uh-huh. And she said to us, we are one of her favorite couples to hang out with. Mm. Because it feels like... Inclusive. Comfortable, inclusive, you know, all the things. So... 
hearing stuff like that made me feel good. And that makes me want to be more conscious to not exclude in any way. So maybe you can spin it to your friend, the positive things that are happening. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you felt uncomfortable, they're probably not your favorite couple to hang out with in the first place. Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) If you could talk about other couples that you like hanging out with a lot so they could try to get the hint. I do like the spin of inclusivity, though. Instead of saying... I'm uncomfortable. It's like, I like it when we feel inclusive of everybody. As long as people are understanding that they're creating an inclusive environment, yeah, that's a start. Maybe that's less awkward than saying, stop sucking face. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Before we keep going on this topic, let's take a quick break. This episode is sponsored by Vaya. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Vaya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC. THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first First month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast exit interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, wow. <laughs> what? 
There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I also want to bring up the point, too, that I feel like I'm extremely conscious of it because I've been there myself. Yeah. Some people aren't conscious of it because they just don't realize how it's impacting others. So it doesn't necessarily mean that your friend or that your partner, if they're the ones leading it, are a terrible person if this is happening and that it's being done maliciously or anything like that. So having a conversation might just bring awareness. It's not pointing fingers that they're doing something deliberate. So especially back to the example with your partner being the one that's kind of instigating and you feel like your friends are uncomfortable saying something to your partner in a way that's not like, oh, you're doing something wrong. But Mm -hmm. hey, I really love like when we all hang out and I want to just make sure this feels like inclusive to everyone. Yes. How do we work on, you know, being comfortable with each other and excited in one another's presence, but not too over the top that we're (laughs) making people feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. And maybe you're just one of those couples like, I don't give a shit. If people, other people yeah. are uncomfortable, then that's their problem. Then fine. You do you. I think that yeah. I definitely have a couple friends like that. We don't Just care. Just don't be like, surprised when everyone starts to get too yeah. busy to hang out. Yeah. And that's okay. Maybe <laughs> these people will have accepted. You know, we're just going to be on our own island. That's okay. I do think, though, that for me, it's more awkward for me. Like, I've gotten the parents thing down. I've got friends thing down, I feel like. But coworkers. <laughs> oh, I don't know where the line is for coworkers because they're not. Are really... you hanging out with your coworkers a well, lot I with mean, your like partner? Company events. I do oh, remember okay, going to like, okay, okay. let's say a holiday party. Everyone's dressed up, drinking. I've definitely seen some of my coworkers make out with each other. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would not feel comfortable making out with my partner in front of my coworkers. Right, but that's a personal boundary. I'd say holding hands is totally fine. Yeah, but again. I am conscious if I'm holding hands with my partner and let's say I'm talking to a coworker that is not with a plus one or they're not holding hands, then I'd probably stop holding hands Yeah, in that moment to just bring it all as one. But if you're just with your partner walking through the company event, then there's no reason you can't hold hands at this party if that's what you want to do. Right. Again, a huge difference than <laughs> groping each other and making out on the dance floor. Good rule of thumb, maybe you don't want to be the company gossip and what people are talking about. <laughs> or maybe you do. <laughs> oh, I What's remember I didn't actually go to my holiday company party one year. I was like sick or some reason I didn't end up going, but they posted photos from the photo booth on oh. the drive for everyone to see. Oh my God. And it was really fucking awkward. There were like a lot of people in this photo booth, like making out, kissing each other. And yes, they were in private in the photo booth. <laughs> oh, Did shit. they know that? 
that these photos were going to get circulated? I don't know. Again, I wasn't there to get the contacts. But if I was in one of those, I would have been mortified. Because now when people are looking at it, they're not even a few drinks deep in party mode. It's like middle of the day looking at these photos of you two sucking face in a photo booth. Yeah, that's (laughs) embarrassing. I think that's really embarrassing. Think about where these photos circulating to or what's going to happen post party in addition to at the party. Yeah, I feel like there should have been a disclaimer at the photo booth. These will be posted on a public drive. (laughs) This is not just going to be a printout for you to put on your refrigerator. (laughs) Shit, that's really tricky. Yeah, people get frisky in those photo booths. And again, I don't know the context, but I think personally what i took away from this experience not being someone in it but just as a bystander anything to do with a company event my pda stops at holding hands yeah that's it (laughs) maybe a peck on the cheek like that's about it maybe (laughs) i don't know i'm gonna stay with hand holding and i'm someone that loves pda but again it's circumstance it's context yeah it's do you want to make people uncomfortable do you give a fuck maybe you don't give a fuck yeah maybe you don't give a fuck that's okay. If you don't give a fuck, that is okay. But yeah, you're right. Like you would be losing some friends if you don't give a fuck. Because I certainly don't. I never hung out with that girl from college again, That the one that straddled her boyfriend all the time. Okay, maybe it's not who I thought you were talking about. No, no, it's probably not. I don't think you've met her. But they broke up. They broke up. We started hanging out again <laughs> shortly after. But it was just something about this guy. This guy was really into the straddling thing. And I've like never encountered that before. <laughs> like, yeah, you can make out, you can kiss, you can hold hands, you can even dry yeah. hump. I don't know, but like the straddling thing really bothered me because her head was turned away. Yeah. So she's talking to us doing like an exorcist 360 with her. That's so weird. With her head. She's just like turning, turning, turning. <laughs> it was really strange. Even- I will say when we got this question, straddling did not even come top of mind. <laughs> It's like kissing, holding hands, making out maybe, straddling was not something I was thinking about. Full disclosure, I send in this question just so I can ask about straddling. <laughs> you basically, like, I need to get back at my friend from college 15 years ago. <laughs> I have something that's been top of mind all these years later. You know, though, I remember in college, everyone talking about this girl that had full on sex at a bar like in, <gasps> in public front in front of people it was like during oh, no. a semester abroad so i was not physically there but it came back to our college campus so of course again you do you if you're okay with that <laughs> go for it i think drinking is something we should bring up because i do think pda maybe yeah. comes out a little more as yes. you're drinking and something yes. that seems innocent in the moment seems okay and i don't mean to be preachy because i've definitely done my share of embarrassing things that looking back at some of the stuff i did in public while i was drinking is cringeworthy <laughs> and i'm not even gonna say what they are because i want to forget that they ever happened <laughs> and it's embarrassing so as someone that once did things that she is now not proud of, how do you think about that a little more in the moment? Some of it comes with age and drinking less also. <laughs> I had the exact same thought process in the shower the other day. Do you ever have this like a moment pops into your head? You're like, <laughs> yes. fuck, I did that all the time. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. And then you have to live with it. 
You're like, damn it. Yes. That was not a dream. This is a little bit of a tangent, but there was this time when I lived in Boston and we had our company holiday party and it would just be grounds for getting hammered. So I guess back to your example about company-wide holiday parties, I clearly did follow this advice at one point in my life. I don't think anyone saw that, but I did end up making out with this guy, my coworker, Uh not a date that I brought. And I don't think anyone saw that. We were on the way back to my apartment and I realized that my roommate was someone I worked with and her boyfriend also worked at our company. And I got that moment. Yeah, this company was very incestuous, but I got this moment as we're driving to my house that I was like, (laughs) fuck, I do not, I'm not ready to bring this guy back. So I got out of the cab. I was like, can you stop the cab? It was a minivan cab. So I opened Open the door. I had no context of where I was because I was really drunk. So I see another <laughs> cab coming. So I hail it to get in. You could tell how long ago this was too because we're hailing cabs. Hail this cab to get in. I open the door and the guy is in there. All the, the cab had just turned around. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you changed your mind. And I slammed the minivan door. And then somehow I made it home. I don't know how. And then I woke up the next morning. I'm like, oh, that was a nice holiday party. (laughs) And then I walked to the subway and I got a flashback of everything that happened in that moment. (laughs) Then I ran into that guy the next night out and I was super fucking awkward and very uncomfortable. But then you still have to run into him every day for work. I basically just ignored him after (laughs) I was like 24 years old. I just want to put that in context. But yes. I love uh, that you hailed the same cab. I think that's my favorite part of this Yeah, and it was a minivan. So it was like the full open reveal. And then I'm like, ah, it's you. Like, how did he get into this cab so bad? So bad. So bad. Uh, I think that's the perfect way to wrap up this episode of Brunch Talk. So don't do that. Don't do that is what I've learned. (laughs) <laughs> we get out to a whole other brunch talk about dating and hooking up with coworkers. We're yes. going a little off topic on this one. But yes, lessons we've learned. Be mindful of your PDA. Think about circumstance. Think about context. Think about how it impacts other people. And have the conversation with your partner, not to blame, but more of how do you figure this out together? What works for the be two of you? Be more inclusive. Yeah, it's all about inclusivity. And you kids are so damn lucky you have Uber these days. I just got to say, you got, you're so <laughs> damn lucky. Yeah, this would never have happened. We're going to wrap up this episode. There's always time to get us questions. We want to answer all of them. So you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com or DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at datablepodcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. So you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Stay datable.